0: I want to talk about Hashimoto's and your antibodies and what those actually mean. So how do you know if you have Hashimoto's or not? Are you finally at your wits end where you are tired of dealing with doctor after doctor? Maybe you've spent thousands on integrative or functional practitioners that have not helped you at all because they don't know the thyroid and hormones. They're not even testing properly. Well, first of all, there's functional and then there's optimal lab value ranges. So if you grab your labs and you look at, and hopefully your doctor actually tested both antibodies because there are two. I can't tell you how many times I see lab reports from people that I'm working with and their doctor tested only one antibody. There are two antibodies to Hashimoto's. So there's TPO, thyroid peroxidase, and TGA, thyroglobulin antibody. Those two are markers for Hashimoto's. Now let's back up. We know that 95% of hypothyroidism is the autoimmune form Hashimoto's. So that's where your immune system is confused. You got these soldiers, they're going out and attacking. If you're new to this podcast and you're like, what is she talking about, about the soldiers? Keep listening to my podcast because I talk about this all the time. I use the analogy of when you have an autoimmune condition, you have little soldiers and those little soldiers want to go out and attack because they're just confused and they think your thyroid is the bad guy. So you have these soldiers and the TPO and TGA are markers to see how many you actually have. Now, depending on your lab will depend on what the reference range is. So it might be, I've seen less than 20, less than 34, less than nine. It's all over the place, depending on which lab, but that's their cutoff. So however, the lab tests your blood, they have that reference range set that if you have five antibodies, TPO antibodies, but their cutoff is less than 20, then you technically quote unquote, don't have Hashimoto's. I'm gonna argue that point, however. Before I argue though, let's look at how they get any reference range, any one. So I don't care if you're looking at TSH, if you're looking at testosterone, anytime they get a reference range or the medical community develops a reference range for a lab marker, it is taken from a large population of people. And it's taken from a lot of sick people. So they're not saying, listen, dude, you're overweight and you hit McDonald's every day. And girlfriend, you're sitting on the couch knitting and you're 50 pounds overweight and you have heart disease. They're not taking those people out. They're taking markers from a huge population. And really, I mean, what is our population look like? Have you ever gone to the mall or I challenge you: if you put it like an amusement park? especially Disney. I did this years ago before Disney went cray cray a little bit. I did this at Disney. My parents loved going down there. So I would go down. I went I've been going to Disney since I was 9. But even when I would go in my 20s with my parents, my dad and I would play this game. We'd sit back. We'd look at all the people walking by. And I said, "Let's play a game and count how many fit. Like healthy fit people." we see in an entire day, because you figure Disney is a cross-section of America. And I mean, people from other countries come in too. So it's really a cross-section of the world, but it's a huge cross-section of America. At any given point of time at Disney World, you will have someone representing every single state in the country. So I said, let's let's play a game and count how many fit people there are. F-I-T, fit, not sick, fit. By the end of the day, I think we would have like nine. I mean, we've seen thousands of people Walk by us in the lines, in the food lines, in the restaurants, on the rides. Nine, lean, fit, healthy people in the cross section of America. So really, that's what we're pulling from, folks. We're pulling from the standard American diet. We're pulling from sedentary lifestyle. We're pulling from sitting in your chair all day, kind of people, eating sheets, eating McDonald's, eating the processed foods that are out there, and that's what gives the lab, their standard range. Now on the flip side, functional medicine comes in and says, give me those fit people. We'll take those nine fit people you saw at Disney. Give me the badasses. Give me the lean people. Give me the healthy people. And that's what we want to look at to get the optimal, optimal range. So we want that bullseye in your lab saying, this is where we want you because this is where you are going to feel your best that's how we get optimal. So when we're looking at Hashimoto's, when we're looking at those antibodies, I want them at zero, 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 zero. Now I'm going to digress for a hot second. I have another podcast called don't hang your hat on your labs. I want them at zero. However, you being at zero for your antibodies does not dictate or determine whether or not you're optimized. It just means that you have put your Hashimoto's into suppression, into remission. And that's fantastic because we don't want those soldiers going out and beating up your thyroid. That's great. But I also want to look at your free T3 and reverse T3 to determine whether you're optimal and ask you those four important words. How do you feel? So that's going to determine whether you're optimal or not, not your antibodies being at zero. I'm more looking at the antibody numbers when I'm first diagnosing someone, first treating, first seeing, first figuring it out. And when I see those antibodies come in at a five, a nine, a three, a 10, but it's less than that reference range, so it didn't get flagged high, I still say, let's treat this like Hashimoto's because you still have five soldiers. You still have 10 soldiers. You still have 19 soldiers, even though the cutoff is 20, beating up your thyroid gland. Are you going to wait until you actually crest over that number, until you've built up an army of 50, of 100, of 1,000, and now you're 20 pounds heavier, you're on your couch, you can't get up, you're too damn tired to work, and you're bald. Are you going to wait till that point in time to do something? Are you going to listen to your doctor who tells you, no, you're normal, everything's fine? There's nothing to see here. But yet you're suffering with symptoms. Are you really going to wait until you crest that sick people, overweight, eating at sheets, standard lab value range? So you can be amongst all the sick people too? Or do you want to be optimal? Do you want to be amazing? Do you want to be in optimization land where it's really super fun? Do you want to be your badass self that you're meant to be? That's in the optimal range. See, I'm going off on a tangent again. My tangent applies to all labs, by the way, not just thyroid hormones too, testosterone too. I could argue that that's going to be a different podcast. I can't go off on too many tangents, down too many rabbit holes. Trying to stay with you with Hashimoto's here. So Hashimoto antibodies, we want them at zero. If there are any antibodies there, then that is the presence of Hashimoto's. Now, can we talk just briefly before I let you go? I want to talk briefly about the... The stages of Hashimoto's, there are six stages of Hashimoto's. So if your antibodies are just coming in at that under the standard lab value range, six, nine, whatever, three, 10, 19, but you're not yet flagged, you are most likely in the beginning stages of Hashimoto's. So how we move through those stages of stage one, you have that genetic predisposition to autoimmune. So we know that Hashimoto's is autoimmune. We talked about the soldiers. You have that genetic predisposition. So you can look back in your family, your mom, your dad, your sisters, your aunt, your grandparents, look back to see who had any other kind of autoimmune. Now it doesn't have to be Hashimoto's. It could be something like type one diabetes, psoriasis, lupus, Crohn's, celiac disease. Maybe they had that, but that's still an autoimmune genetic predisposition. So then we move on to you And we say stage one is that genetic predisposition to an autoimmune condition. As we're moving into stage two, the presence of antibodies will most likely be there. Symptoms will start to appear, but your actual thyroid numbers, that TSH, 3T3, 3T4, reverse T3, will still kind of be in a decent range. It might be normal, but not optimal, but they're gonna start to just kind of shift a little bit. Stage three, you, you have symptoms for sure, and your thyroid numbers are starting to go a little bit wonky to even the point where you might actually get flagged, like your doctor actually might pay attention to the fact that your TSH is a five. So you might actually start to get flagged, but in functional medicine, if you're in stage three, I'm going to start seeing things in your labs and it's not going to be pretty and you're not going to be optimal. As you move through these stages, and that's why we really want to catch you in the beginning stages, but even if you're at the end, that's fine. We can do things to fix you and reverse that. So as you move through those stages, especially as you get closer and closer to stage five and six, you are set up for more autoimmune conditions. Autoimmune begets autoimmune. Where we see one, we see more than one. That's why we want to catch things in the beginning. That's why my argument applies. Do we want to wait until you have a multitude of antibodies and you're getting worse and your thyroid numbers are tanking and you have an abundance of symptoms? Do we want to wait till that point or do we, we want to do something right now? I'm gonna say we wanna do something right now. So hopefully that helps you understand how I look at those two antibody tests, the TPO and TGA, why I want them at zero and why any number. I can't tell you the amount of times I've said to people, did anybody tell you you had Hashimoto's? No, I'm like, well, you got these soldiers right here. You know, there's nine, there's five. You might wanna address this now until you not wait until you get worse, right? So hopefully that helps you understand the stages of Hashimoto's and also why we want those antibodies at zero. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I hope you loved it. And as always, if you would be so kind to leave a review, if you are listening on Apple Podcasts, that would be absolutely amazing. I read all of them. Also, anything that you hear on this podcast is not intended to diagnose or treat any kind of medical condition. So we always recommend that you check with your medical provider, your doctor, your nurse practitioner, before implementing anything that you hear on this podcast. And if you want to find out more about working together, you can click the link below in the show notes to book a discovery call. And there you'll be talking to a member of my team. They are an extension of me. They are amazing. And you and I will talk after that once we get you all signed up and you and I get to work together. All right. I hope to see you soon.